Welcome to Kaizen Living, and this is your host, Donald D. Coleman. Kaizen is the Japanese word for continuous improvement or improvement for the better. And that's what this podcast is all about. There's 86,400 seconds in each day. Imagine the possibilities of what your life could be if you dedicated an additional 60 seconds to focus on what matters most to you. I created this podcast to encourage people who want to see that change by offering tips, tools, and techniques to inspire you, my listener, to take small steps each day towards that lasting change you desire. And if you're ready, let's jump in now. Hey, welcome back uh, to the third part three of the financial resiliency. And today, the focus on this episode is about borrow, right? Or borrowing, right? The category is borrow. Now, as I did in the other two episodes, and if you haven't listened to the episode on spend and save, please go listen to those episodes first, because this is the third part of the uh, assessment that it's focused on. Now I'm going to give you the same definition again of what the Consumer Financial Protections Bureau definition of financial health is, right? We focus on financial resiliency because resiliency has the ability to how you deal with a situation now and long-term, right? I said it in, in, in one of the other episodes. For me, when I think about resiliency, it's this, in my mind, I say, when you have a setback, don't take a step back, but be prepared for the comeback. And in order to be prepared for the comeback, you have to actually have things in place. When I was in the United States Marine Corps, we learned what I would consider is the five P's. And the five P's are proper planning prevents poor performance. And in everything that we do, everything that we did and I, that I do now, it's more about being proactive versus reactive. And that's what resiliency is being about. It's not a matter of if the car is going to break down. It's not a matter of if I'm going to lose my job or things like that. It's a matter of when. So you change your mental mindset of the when versus if. So resiliency focuses on not just the uh, experiential part of it, but it also focuses on the mental side of how we view money. And because like I said in the other episodes, in most cases, we have learned our tendencies about money when we were a kid. And before I go into the definition, I'll just share a little bit about me personally. I grew up in a house. I was the six of seven kids. My father was the only source of income. And there was never enough money in the budget or never enough money to do or to get to things that I considered, I wanted. And my parents, being old school parents, they never talked about money in front of us. That was adult business, not for the kids to, to come in, right? 
So for me, at that age, every time I asked for something, no, we don't have the money, we don't have the money. So I realized that this whole scarcity mindset was starting to set in. So what did I end up doing? I started to go out and I first I started to rake leaves in the fall, rake leaves and shovel snow to make money. And it's, what's the first thing that happened? When I got money, what did I do? I went out and I bought the things that I wanted to have when I tried to ask for. So money came in and bam, immediately money was going right out. And I was feeling really happy and joyous when I had those things. But when it was gone, the sadness came back in. So what did I do? I ended up getting a paper out. So by the time I was 12, I had a paper out, I was shoveling snow, and I was raking leaves. And But the, the consistency, that thing that kept showing up, and now that I'm adult looking at it, and it carried on to me with, within an adult. It wasn't until I started to do the mental work, was as soon as money got in, I bought things that I wished I had, thinking that those things were going to were going to give me the joy and peace that I was looking for. And, and it doesn't happen because those are things. Those things can't fill that, that void. And mentally, we prepare ourselves to understand how to deal with the root cause of the mindset that we've, uh, how do I say, created around money and we change that mindset, right? So now... Let's let's get in on the focus there. That was extra bonus there. I didn't even put that on the other episode. So if you're listening to this one, this is a good thing for you right here. So again, the Consumer Financial Protections Bureau definition of financial hope, I mean financial health, is being in control of day-to-day and month-to-month finances, right? That just makes sense, being in control of day-to-day and month-to-month finances. Having enough of a financial cushion or savings to absorb any unexpected expense, right? Number three is being on track to meet personal financial goals, right? But they don't say if the goal is unrealistic, they're just saying being on track to meet personal financial goals, right? That's another key. And then enjoying financial freedom without constantly worrying about money. Well, I that's why I say that this is somewhat limited because if you have a mental mindset about money that's a negative one, you're going to worry about money even if you already have lots of money. I know people that have financial that have that are financially secure, but they're worried about the loss of that money. So then there is no freedom. If you're worried about losing money, there is no freedom. I also know that there are some people that think that money is power. The more money I get, the more power I have. Is there freedom there? No. So you have to really understand the thought pattern and the mindset behind this. So here is the definition of financial resiliency. So financial resiliency comes about when your daily financial systems allow you to be resilient and to pursue opportunities over time. It's about being resilient today and pursuing opportunities over time. What financial resiliency doesn't really focus on, we address it from a mental standpoint, 
But we're not, and when I say we address it from a mental, what I mean is, is that we don't allow your negative emotions to bring you back to the past or take you so far into to the future that you do not appreciate or live in the presence. If you think about it, stress, right, at its raw essence and at its root, stress can only show up when you are not present in the present moment. Stress is job and its goal is to get you to focus on what has already happened or to anticipate what will happen. I want you to just think about that. And I'm going to do more episodes on that too, stress management and really understanding how to deal with it, not just from a financial perspective, but just from a life perspective. Focus here now is financial. Okay. So again, let me read this again. Financial resiliency comes about when your daily financial systems allow you to be resilient and pursue opportunities over time. And as I've said this before, we're not focusing on small matrix like credit scores and debt to income ratios like the creditors. Financial resiliency considers whether an individual, whether you are spending, saving, borrowing, or planning in a way that is either contributing to or detracting from your resiliency in the face of an unexpected event and, notice there's always an and here, and the ability to thrive long term. Think about that. It deals with the present and it's also setting you up in the present. It's setting you up to be consistent and have that peace in the future when that future becomes the present. And that's the awesome part about being resilient. Okay. Another aspect that I wanted to bring into this episode, because when it comes about borrow, right? And I'm going to talk about the the questions in there, but when it comes about borrowing, Here's one of the keys that we we fail to to really understand. Borrowing is about leverage. So being financially resilient, key aspect of financial resilient is knowledge of resources that will help fund living expenses, cars, whatever it is, education. It's having the knowledge of the resources will help you become financial resilient, right? We've always heard that thing, that those words that says knowledge is power. Yes, but knowledge is power. Now you can actually see how this can be tied into your financial well-being. Now, and as I said in the last episode, we don't focus on credit score because if you become financially resilient, your score is automatically going to go up. But in the section in the assessment, the financial resiliency assessment, here's what the category focuses on. Has manageable debt. Remember in the first section in the spend, has spent or spends less money than income. And the second part of that question was pay bills on time. 
And then in the spend category has sufficient savings account, liquid savings account, and has sufficient long-term savings. Now, the key to this is, is that we're not going to give you a model, a, formal, a formulaic uh, model for this. We're going to ask you the questions on what do you think and where do you want to go and what does that look like. Then you build a plan based off of what you want your lifestyle to be. And that's the beautiful thing about this is it's not a plan that's like a cookie cutter plan. It's a customized financial resiliency plan that you put together. And that's what we help our clients actually do. Okay. So in the borrow section, how you number one is that you have manageable debt, right? Or are you overwhelmed? And if you are that, it's great to know. And what is your credit score? It'll ask you a question, do you know what your credit score is? Do you know how to get the credit score? All those different things. And listen, if it's a low score, not a problem. If it's a high score, again, it's not a problem. It just means that you'll be higher in the resilient area on this because knowing these two information will actually be key for if a setback happens, it'll allow you to pivot rather quickly to get funds or leverage someone else's funds to help you get where you are. Now, I'm gonna put this out there again. I want you to please take the free financial resiliency assessment, and it is absolutely free. My goal is to get this information into the hands of as many people as I can. Find out what your score is. And if you're interested, you can set an appointment with me and I'll do a 30 minute debrief to see if you want, if you qualify to build out this financial plan, this customized financial long-term plan. Because what I found is, is that most people do not have a comprehensive financial plan written out. And I'm not talking about a financial plan from like a financial planner perspective. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about do you know what your income is? I mean, building out the income. Do you know how much you're paying into Social Security every every year? Do you do you know what your goals are? Do you know what it's going to take? Do you know if your income is vulnerable? If you're working at a company, what's your salary level based on the market area? All these different things are tied into the our customized uh, financial resiliency plan. So again. Please, I'd love it if you took the assessment and share your scores. You can post it out there. And again, the focus is on becoming financially resilient, not trying to build your credit score. Got it? And until next time, be on the lookout. The next episode is on planning, which has to deal with long-term plan. So thank you. And I look forward to you checking in with you on the next episode. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Kaizen Living. And before you go, I have two questions for you. What new insights did you gain from this episode? And how will you apply those new insights? Remember, there's 86,400 seconds in each day. And imagine the possibilities of what an additional 60 seconds could do towards helping you achieve those things that matter most to you. Thanks again, and don't forget to subscribe.